Welcome back to the Fastest Known Podcast. And this week we're talking with Ryan Sanders, talking to us all the way from South Africa. Welcome, Ryan. Thanks. Yeah, great to be great to be chatting. Uh, you've got a big international background. You've raced all over the world. And I could go, your bio would take me five minutes to walk through, but what comes up obviously <laughs> is a fifth, a second, and a win at the Western States 100. Yeah, it's definitely got to be one of the, the highlights of, of my career. It's just a race I really love and I'm uh, really excited to be heading back there this, this year. So yeah, I guess it's the, the original 100 miler and, and for me, the, the, like, the biggest and, and best 100 miler. It's just something really magical and, and special about that race. Nice. Well, we're going to talk uh, about the Great Himalayan Trail in Nepal and a project you've invented in South Africa called 13 Peaks Challenge. But first, I've got to talk about South Africa. South Africa, yeah. ultra running is the national sport. It's just unbelievable. I don't know if people elsewhere realize just how big Comrades is and how important it is. Yeah, I guess like yeah, comrades is, is massive, and as you say, we like I think if we, if I look at South Africa, we're definitely a nation that that's crazy about kind of ultra endurance events with with comrades and two oceans, two oceans ultra marathon, and there are a lot of kind of cycle races like the Argus Cycle Tour and even the Cape Epic. So and even now more so with with kind of trail running growing so much, um, the like the sport is is growing massively. So it's it's yeah, it's, it's really cool, and I guess. For me, some of my earliest childhood memories are kind of watching Two Oceans Ultramarathon in Cape Town and then watching Comrades like on on, um, on the TV. So it's, um, yeah, we're definitely a, a kind of a big nation when it comes to endurance sports. Definitely. Well, Comrades was started in 1921 and it's capped at 25,000 entrants. So it's by far the largest and oldest ultra in the world. And like you say, Two Oceans is there as well. And, and these are extremely competitive. There's, they're not going out there and jogging those races. And you, though, have made or road races, and you obviously have made your mark on longer trail ultra races. So what was the shift there? You didn't go into the comrades' direction. You went more into the trail ultras. Yeah, I guess like growing up, um, I spent a lot more time at the beach and surfing, and I've always been intrigued by nature. By nature. So I guess my natural progression was just to kind of go from the sea or the ocean into the mountains. Um, that's always, I've loved that direct interaction. And I guess just like that adventure uh, for me, when I first got into to running it, it was, um, or the first first race I did do was a, was a marathon, uh, but it was like more on, on trails. And then after that, I got into kind of the, the multi-day kind of stage running races, more the kind of adventure style races. And that, that's what's always intrigued me about trail running is, is more the, that adventure and unknown, um, and I think that's what's kind of got me in, intrigued by doing projects like the the, the Great Himalaya Trail. Um, yeah, I've, I've never I've never run a Two Oceans um, Ultra Marathon or a or a, a Comrades, um, but actually I um, uh, have taken the plunge and going to be running Two Oceans this year. So it's actually in two weeks' time or next next weekend. So um, yeah, going to use that as a bit of a prep race prep race leading into into Western States. Oh, well, you'll get your tempo running down, won't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to it. Like, as, as I mentioned, I think uh, Comrades and, and Two Oceans. Um, I mentioned Two Oceans a lot just because I live in Cape Town and I've grown up as a kid watching my, my dad run uh, Two Oceans. So it's really cool to 
to, to be able to to take part in in, in the race that as as you as you mentioned um kind of the, the south africa south african kind of ultra running has has a massive kind of culture and and, and following and it's cool to be a, be a part of it massive well if you if whoever wins comrades maybe two oceans as well is on the cover of the newspapers i don't even necessarily mean the sports section they are a national figure yeah exactly um i, I know comrades gets covered uh, live on tv two oceans as as well like broadcast live uh, throughout the day and i guess that that's like how i i remember it um kind of waking up on a on a sunday morning and, and kind of watching comrades or um kind of watching two oceans on, on on tv or kind of going out on on course and and, and sporting it so it's definitely yeah it's, it's 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 massive um and and um something that's kind of in entrenched in in kind of south african culture and uh there'll, there'll be a little less coverage of your 13 peaks challenge but coverage isn't yeah. what Coverage isn't what it's about, whether you're racing a huge race, 25,000 people, or whether you're doing an FKT, it's it's sort of the same in that it's about what it means to you. It's about the personal challenge, whether you're surrounded by tens of thousands of people or there's no one, it's still about what it means to you, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I think it's 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 about that personal challenge and and like kind of setting yourself a, a crazy goal and and just kind of trying to go out and and achieve it. I guess at, at at the end of the day, kind of no one really cares, but 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 you about achieving it. So yeah, like, as as you mentioned, it doesn't matter whether you got like twenty five or thirty five thousand people watching or kind of just you going out and doing it. It's it's about that that personal accomplishment uh, for for you as, as as a person. So yeah, I think um, that that's something pretty cool and and really special about uh, running indeed running you can find your own place in the world <laughs> yeah for it, sure. everybody in the field can find their own place now the 13 peaks challenge as you conceived of it reminds me a little bit of what they call the rounds in the uk in that you've lined up 13 yes. summits that you can get and achieve in a variable i thought that was interesting either in one day or two days and so you're just leaving it up to the individual to figure out how they want to what frame of time they want to summit these 13 peaks yeah exactly it kind of like it all started because I live in live in Cape Town on Table Mountain. I was keen just to kind of go and do like a cool run and link up a whole bunch of peaks. So I kind of got a little notepad out and started kept sketching a whole bunch of peaks that I thought would be cool to link up. And to be honest, I'm never very like scientific. I didn't kind of check the distances between the peaks, but I kind of sketched them on quite a small piece of paper. So I thought they would be like about 40, 50 kilometers. Um, but it actually ended up being over 100 kilometers and like a really epic day out. Um, I managed to convince one of my, my friends, um, Kane Riley, to come and do it with me. Um, and he, you know, he had never run further than 60 kilometers. Um, he's generally a lot kind of faster and, and, and shorter kind of runner, specializing in kind of marathon distance trail races. But yeah, we went out and it was just like a really epic day out. Uh, and to be honest, we actually didn't tag the final peak, uh, Devil's Peak, which was the the, the kind of final peak. Our, our headlamps bombed out um, and it was kind of getting pretty late um, at night. But it was just like a really cool and epic day out, and just like a, a rad adventure, just like kind of no real expectations. It was just kind of kind of getting it getting it done. And, and it was a really cool way to explore of table mountain but also the, the whole of the cape peninsula like on your own two two feet and i guess that got me thinking like flip it would be pretty cool for a lot of other people to do it but i know a lot of people it's 
like to be able to do it in, in 24 hours one day is, is, is quite a challenge. So I thought, cool, maybe make a two day challenge as well. But then I realized that that would also still like be limited. I really want to get as many people into the mountain and just kind of enjoy kind of being able to cover that distance on your own two feet and just that 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 experience so i thought it would be pretty cool to make a multi-day challenge as well um where guys times actually start and stop when they leave the the, the route um so just i guess it opens it up for everyone um currently there's another person i know jj and, and garth that are actually doing it uh, they're basically just hiking the 13 peaks but seems like they're having a really cool time and and they're having a, like a really epic adventure and, and it's like a really big big deal for them so it's it's cool that it's kind of just incorporating a really broad perspective of, of people right so the listeners can go to our website fastestknowntime.com and in case people aren't familiar with how to use it people can search for athletes fkts or roots so if someone clicks up at the top bar under roots it just types in 13 peaks Boom, it comes up. And you you did a good great job with this. Here's a nice little map and there's a link to yeah. your Red Bull right up on it. And you set up an Instagram and Facebook page. So again, anyone who wants yeah. to do this, just go on fastestnotime.com under roots and search for 13 peaks. And you've provided very good information. Thanks. Yeah, I'm also actually busy just uh, setting up a up a, a website around it as well, just to give, I guess, people sufficient information. Cause I guess for me, I've always loved like racing and, and trail races but also just love that like being able to do a, a cool adventure so for me like i'm trying to set up a website just to like enable people like i guess not everyone kind of wants to kind of start from scratch so on the website i want to give guys like kind of basically a road book or kind of what what they need so giving them the the kind of basic uh, gps track uh, between the peaks they can choose whatever lines or, or kind of routes they want but just a, a kind of almost like a guide rail and then also kind of giving them kind of what I suggest is kind of recommended gear and kind of where you can stop for food and, and get water and, and stuff like that. So I guess it's just enabling people to be able to kind of kind of choose and, and have their own adventure. Right. Choose and have their own adventure. Well, this does, again, remind me of the rounds. Of course, the famous one is the Bob Graham round. Uh, yeah. And where it goes your own way. All you have to do is tag the summits and you can get to the summits any way you want. Yeah, exactly. So actually, I start and finish at, at Signal Hill, um, which, yeah, definitely I kind of modeled that or kind of thought about the, the Bob Graham round. And I thought it's pretty cool to have the same start and finish round and, and do like a, a loop because there have been a couple of guys I know that, that come from more an uh, adventure racing or orienteering background and have asked me, can we do the peaks in, in a different order? We, we think we've got a better line. And I've said like, sorry, you've got to, you've got to do it in that, that, that order. And then also starting and finishing at, at Signal Hill. Um, when you come off the final peak, Devil's Peak, um, there's a little bit of a, a kind of five kilometer um, stretch on the, on, on the pavement, which a couple of guys kind of, uh, especially the trail runners curse, curse about that. Like it would be much better just to kind of, finish on top of, of, of on top of um devil's peak but I, I think it's pretty cool kind of having it the kind of same and start and, and finish and kind of being able to to do around and be able to explore cape town and, and the cape peninsula on your own two feet right and uh you can set whatever rules you want and uh particularly yes. particularly if you write it up and give people good guidelines so you're going to have yeah. a go at this a little later on this year how what are you going to do yeah so um yeah, so as I said, like obviously the, the first the first time Kane and myself did it, uh, um, or I've actually kind of 
credited myself with a multi-day finish. So I, I did, did go back and summit uh, Devil's Peak and, and kind of go all the way around to the the, the, the finish. Because um, we, we ended up doing, we took about 19 hours, um, but we never summited the uh, Devil's Peak. We kind of got up to the saddle and, and both our headlamps had bombed out. We kind of didn't quite realize we'd be out there for, for that long. Uh, but late, later on, on in the year, West, after Western States, I definitely want to have another, another go and just, I guess, see how fast you can do it. It kind of, it always yeah, it intrigues me just to, to kind of, I guess, trying to do something as, as fast as possible often like amplifies the, the whole experience and just kind of adds a whole other di dimension to it. So, um, yeah, definitely going to get out there later on in the year and try and do it as fast as possible. But then also at, at the same time, I'm actually going to, do it with with my wife as well um, and and a couple of friends and, and do it um, either over two days or, or three days so I guess that's what's what's really cool about it you can kind of go out and try and push it and do it on your own or you can kind of enjoy the, the, the experience with kind of friends and and loved ones which is is what like my aim is to just to basically at the end of the day no one really cares how fast you do it it's, it's more just about going out there and, and kind of having those those really cool experiences. Good attitude, excellent attitude, and that indeed transitions into the the Great Himalayan Trail, which you did yeah. last year. And Great Himalayan Trail, for those who don't know, is not exactly a designated trail. It's, it's sort of a route concept, and Lizzie Hawker has some history on it, as do you and a couple other people. And this is huge, uh, so it's perfectly logical that there cannot be a particular designated trail. Like here in the States, the, Appal yeah. the Appalachian Trail, boy, if you miss a step, someone's going to you know, whack your wrist. But in Nepal, yes. in Nepal it, would, it would actually be very difficult to try to do it the same way twice. So it, this also segues into the thoughts on enjoying it, appreciating the cultural history versus here in the States – Things like the John Muir Trail or the Appalachian Trail, which are very clear cut and people go for time. Yes. While the 13 Peaks Challenge and the GHT, eh, it's a little bit more about having the experience. Is that how you see it? Yeah, for, for sure. It's definitely, for, for me, it's about the, the, the whole experience. But I do think if you're wanting to go there for the experience and why, why try and set a fastest in time or do it as fast as possible. And I think just by electronic push yourself it, it adds a whole nother dimension um and a whole like new e e experience i think when Rainer and myself did the great Himalaya trail it's maybe if, if we just took our time or oh, i know if we took our time we would have had a completely different experience and i think that's that that's what intrigue, intrigues me is just to kind of see it just kind of amplifies that that whole e e experience um at at the end end of the day but I guess looking back at the Great Himalaya Trail, kind of we we went into it wanting to to better Andrew Porter's uh, time, um, and he gave us kind of his route and kind of checkpoints um, along the way that that he said kind of would kind of be a similar route to to what he tra he he um, traversed. Obviously, he did a combination of both the the high and and the lower route, the the cultural route, and uh, yeah, for me that just made the the, the most sense. Um, and at the time, it was the, the current current fastest crossing. Obviously, Lizzie Hawker's got the got the, the fastest um, or the, the fastest time on, on on the high route, or predominantly the, the high route. Um, so yeah, but I guess at, at the end of the day, to be honest, when when we finished, we actually said we did it in like 25 days, and then it was only like a week later that Rainer said to me, like, hold on, like if you actually work it out correctly, it was 24 days because we started on 
on on the first and you kind of start off with something like wanting to go as fast as possible um but like when you're out there having that that experience you don't really care about that and if i look back now like any fkts i've done or kind of stuff in in that kind of world um i definitely don't look back and think like i did it in seven seven hours and two minutes it's, i more look back and, and think about those like awesome experiences and just like those adventures I've, I've i've had um and i think that that's what's like most important well good call this one i think generated a few eyebrows because sometimes yeah. spot sponsors get involved and they you know take it to they say different things than maybe what the athletes are saying and then people kind yeah. of say hmm well you know like you just said it was good we had a great time and that's what it's about and at least with fastest known time we don't make value judgments we just put it up there and let everyone else make their own value judgments and it's something actually going back to 13 peaks a lot of people said well like how are you going to get people to prove their time and for me like the websites i'm setting up is just purely honesty like guys email in their time and if they want to show people their roots or prove their roots that's cool but at the end of the day if like i just kind of feel there's like like specific and kind of fixated on like what route do they do and I don't know, at, at the end of the day, who really cares if, if you are cheating or you're skipping a peak or you're not doing what you said you do, then like, I guess you're only cheating, you're only cheating yourself. Um, you, you, you've got to live, live with yourself. So um, I, th- I think it's also like just, yeah, important to like kind of, or I, I think just kind of uphold the, the, the roots of why people started doing um kind of fastest known times or just kind of those kind of like really cool um ad- adventures and i guess yeah people can get like way too fixated on like is it actually true like did he do it like he hasn't shown enough proof proof like like the, the gps like isn't accurate enough or stuff like that which yeah i, I guess i guess people can like uh, speculate on but I, I think it's pretty cool just to uh take things back to like an honesty policy like i know there's obviously a lot of controversy with with lizzie and and stuff when when we were doing the the, the project um i think if you look at all our, our details and, and documents you like made it really clear that that we were kind of never following like um or we were, we were following like andrew porter's route and it was quite a specific route we were following we were, we were never kind of claiming that we were trying to set an overall uh, fastest known time on on the ght because there is no kind of overall time that as you, as you mentioned there are a number of different routes you can take and even like saying if you follow the high route there's so many like different um routes you can take um that and and to to follow the high route completely is actually quite quite a challenge and i think um i, I speak under correction but i think lizzie like didn't do two of the, the high peak summits when, when when she did it um she did majority of of, of the, the high route so it's it's yeah i, I guess at, at, at the end of the day who really who really cares as, as long as you've had a good time out there well the only time people would care is if someone claims something publicly like you say if if, yeah. if one person writes up hey this is what i did i had a good time then everyone listening can make their own judgment. But if someone yeah. claims something else and publicizes it, then then little backsplash is possible. Yeah, for sure. I, I guess I suppose like when like I obviously kind of reference back to Thirteen Peaks, which I guess Thirteen Peaks is much a kind of a local kind of community thing. I want to call it like a, a like more of a backyard adventure. So if someone says I've done it in in twelve hours and they haven't, they're only kind of cheating themselves. But I guess like an Appalachian Trail, 
it's it's pretty massive and and huge. So if someone does kind of claim a record and it's and it's kind of not correct or kind of crossing America and they claim claim a record and 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 that's that's false. I guess yeah, there, there is kind of um, yeah. I guess there's a lot a lot more to to gain or lose out of it. So it, yeah, it's it's it is a, a tricky one. And I guess in in some ways a little bit a little bit sad that kind of do go to those 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 links. Um, but yeah, I, I guess that that's why like. I think for for me, I, I just try like kind of focus on on kind of myself and and what my like what I want to like kind of achieve or, or kind of get out of out of a project like that. Right, and your Thirteen Peaks challenge is is, is a different level. Like you said, it takes place Table Mountain National Park. It's your backyard. You can do it with friends. You just talk about doing it with your wife, which would be super fun. Uh, while something like the Appalachian Trail here in the states. You know, there's people publicizing it. They're getting sponsorship. There's occasionally there's some money involved, and so yeah. then we kind of sharpen the pencil a little bit. <laughs> no, exactly. Yes, as I say, it's, it is a yeah, it's 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 a yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. Even with with him, a uh, great Himalaya trail, obviously with Lizzie and, and stuff, and obviously I I Red Bull supporting me and and Salomon and stuff like that. It does it does get a like with with the sport growing. It's 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 really cool for for the the, the sport and something that really in, in, intrigues me is is the whole kind of um, FKT or that that kind of um, realm of of things. But I guess with with anything as as it as as something grows, that yeah, I guess when it's put in a in 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 the spotlight. Um, yeah, you do have to kind of try and sort out a lot of things, and and I guess yeah, with with something like that, when you when you're crossing a, a country and 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 the Himalayas are kind of yeah, it just I think if if you wanted to kind of put it down to T, you could like write quite a quite a hectic rule book. I guess it's with a lot of things. It's like even when you get get support on a on it on a trail, like like to what degree do you get 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 support? Like are you allowed to have support every five kilometers where maybe the the previous person has set the fastest known time that only had support every hundred kilometers. It's yeah, I guess it's it's yeah, it can be quite a quite a tricky one and something that I guess can be debated for for days. Well, good job. The GHT is an amazing route. And I note that uh, where it goes an interesting comparison is the, the rounds in the UK, which all started they go way back as you know, and they started pre GPS technology. And so they require a yeah. different type of verification. They're kind of sticklers there. They have this history. They like their history and they protect it. And you almost require a visual uh, validation on each summit. You almost have to have someone with you. Yeah. And that's and that, in a way that sounds odd, but heck, it's it's history, isn't it? It's tradition for them. Yeah, yeah it's, that, I, I really enjoy that. Um, I know when Reno. Uh, Crystal, who I did the the Great Himalaya Trail with, we did the Drakensberg Traverse together, which is a, a like crossing of of the Lesotho Mountains. And also, they the kind of what their kind of requirements was also to take like a visual, like a, a summit photo. Um, and I know even when I did did kind of 13 peaks with Canaan, was definitely we took like a summit selfie at, at all all the summits. Um, and it definitely wasn't like kind of to prove ourselves, but I guess it was just kind of kind of ingrained from something like the Bob Graham round and stuff like that, that it just kind of, I don't know, when, when you get to a summit, you want to kind of take a selfie and kind of show everyone that, that you are there. So I think that, 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 that's quite a cool setup. And um, even as I say, with the, with the 13 peaks, with kind of the 
the Facebook and the and the um, Instagram will set up Jay, um, uh, current guys that are doing the 13 peaks over multi days. JJ and and um, Garth, um, they, they've taken a whole bunch of summit selfies, and yeah, the, those are the the photos I've, I've posted. So it's cool, and I guess they they always tell a tell a story as well. Nice, excellent. Well, that 13 peaks challenge sounds really fun. Uh, so. People go to the website and check it out. And, of course, go to the website and check out you. There's always links on our website back to the routes that you've done, the FKTs that you have. You can find more information on the Great Himalayan Trail that same way. And so, Ryan, what is next for you? Obviously, you're doing states again in June. So, And two oceans. Is Two oceans is sort of like a, a trainer race. Is that right? It's a training race. My dad did like six to oceans when I was a kid, and uh, you know he sadly passed away last year. So I thought it'd be cool to, to like I've kind of got his six six medals. So um, I want to try and uh, run six to oceans as well. So that's kind of the thinking behind that. But also, it's I guess it's just cool to, to be part of like an ultra that's as you mentioned, just so like part of South African history. Um, so yeah, I guess that's yeah, that that's coming up uh, next next weekend. But it's definitely more of a more of a, a trainer and then yeah, the kind of big focus for now is, is Western States. Um, and then after that, looking to do TDS, uh, part of the UTMB series. Um, oh. And then looking, yeah, and then later on looking to to do a run on, on the Skeleton Coast, which is a, a coastline above South Africa or Southern Africa um, in, in a country called Namibia. It's a really rugged coastline uh, that, um, yeah, there are a lot of shipwrecks. It's really like remote and, and pretty wild. So, it's like a 700 kilometer coastline. So hoping to, to be able to pull that off at the end of the year, um, just trying to figure out a couple of permissions or kind of sort the permissions out. But um, yeah, again, that's something that, that kind of intrigues me. Like, as I said, like with, uh, with FKTs or just those kind of like adventures, like it's cool just to be able to traverse like kind of really cool, like wild, like remote places on, on, on foot and skeleton coast is something that, that's really kind of always intrigued me. So I'm, I'm kind of really excited and, and looking forward to, to heading out there. So you're going to continue to combine some fairly fast racing, two oceans on the pavement with uh, Western States, a little less fast, but still you got to keep it moving <laughs> with some FKT action. And you're still the international guy, aren't you? Yeah, uh, no, no, for for sure. So yeah, I really like as I've always liked mixing mixing things up a little bit. Um, I think it just keeps it interesting, and it's something that's, I guess, why I, like I've been running on the trails for so long. It's just like just like the variations, being able to kind of run somewhere like the Skeleton Coast, which is quite a coastal kind of sandy trail, like quite deserty, to being able to run in like really big mountains. Um, and yeah, I, I guess that that like variation of trail running excites me. And then also, I guess from time to time, mixing up with a with a bit of pavement or, or road. Um, yeah, I guess just those like new challenges are, are something that that really um, intrigues me and, and and keeps me wanting to to keep running. Nice. Well, Ryan, please stay in touch. You got some great projects coming up, so keep putting them on the website. And uh, good Thanks. luck at Two Oceans. That when the gun goes off. They're going to drop it, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I've actually, um, so I'm not, not, not racing it flat out. Like, um, 
Um, so yeah, I'm kind of looking to to probably just go to just under four hours. So it's it, that's not it's a silver medal. Like to, that's quite a like a uh, like two, or two oceans um, to get a silver medal is 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 quite difficult. But but for me, it's just definitely just kind of uh, trying to use it as kind of a longer longer kind of kind of fast uh, turnover run for for Western States. So yeah, definitely definitely won't be kind of competing like right at the front of the field. Just looking for for a good good runner. Just I guess also quite excited just to absorb the, the atmosphere. It's such a, it's such a festive race and and so like um, ingrained in, in in the South African culture. So it's cool just to to be a part of it. Exactly. That's a very very good point, Ryan. Indeed, sometimes people ask us about FKTs to do, and I say, you know, you don't have to get the fastest time to have a good time. This is this is. Poor, yeah. this is poor thinking. <laughs> really, no, exactly. I mean, you're not going to go do the Boston Marathon intending to win, or you're not going. That's that would be absurd. And so the FKTs are a great bucket list. These like the, the 13 Peaks Challenge that you have created. People can look around the world and find fun routes to just do, and don't worry about how fast you're doing it. Yeah, what's what's cool about the, the the like the various FKT attempts? Like it's 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 not it's not a race. Um, you can do it whenever you want to. So that that's cool. Like you can fit it into into your your schedule. And then as you as you mentioned, just kind of go out there and do it and do it on on your own time. And whether you you kind of want to do it a little bit faster or you just want to enjoy it with some some mates. Um, I think that that that's what's what's so so cool. It just kind of opens it up for for everyone. Excellent. We look forward to your reports and keep those uh, cards and letters, keep those FKTs and those roots coming in, Ryan. Thanks so much. That was yeah, great chatting.